All right, we now welcome on Brian Matthews of AuburnSports.com. That's the Rivals website covering the Auburn Tigers. Brian, thank you for coming on today. And uh, I want to lead off with this question. It seems like on the Arkansas side, players, they were asked on Tuesday about the Bo Nix fumble. Um, well, it fumble in 2020. Um but on the Auburn side, I don't think they're really worried about, you know, a little bit of bad blood or anything. It seems like there's bigger fish to fry over at Auburn. Is that correct? Yeah, that's definitely correct. I mean, um, you've got the whole coaching situation with Brian Harson, uh, very much on the hot, hottest hot seat you can be on. And you've got a, a team that's, um, you know, came in with fairly high expectations. It's three and four overall, one three in the SEC. So. Those are really the the main two points of Auburn football right now, and um, I, I don't think um, anything that's happened with Arkansas in the past has really been brought up, at least among the media and the and the players, our coaches so far. Uh, I want to ask you about uh, the starting cor- quarterback Robbie Ashford. I was looking at his stats uh, earlier this week; saw that he's got more picks than touchdowns on the year. I guess just what's the scouting report on him? Uh, ball security is a big issue. It's not just picks; it's fumbles too. Um, I think he's got seven or eight fumbles. I don't know the exact number so far this season. Not all of them have been recovered by the defense, but he puts the ball on the ground a lot. Um, so those are his two biggest negatives. Um, I also say he's not real accurate on short to intermediate routes. He tends to do a little baseball throw in there sometimes. Um, the positives for Robbie is he's a very explosive athlete. Uh, when he scrambles, uh, he can destroy a defense with his speed. He's got uh, – really, really uh, fast and quick uh, motor there. And then he also does a tremendous job of when he scrambles. He can put his eyes down the field, which I think is a skill that not a lot of quarterbacks have, but he does have that skill. So um, he can just, you know, he can hurt your team with his turnovers, but he can also make some big plays throwing the ball or running the ball. So you talk about those turnovers, but you've been covering Auburn for a long time. I'm curious, this season, where where have things gone wrong Whereas in the past, maybe that wouldn't have happened and Auburn wouldn't be a three and four team. Oh, boy. A lot of things have gone wrong in Auburn. Um, I think it starts um, with the offensive line. That's been an area of, uh, of the team that's really been mismanaged for going back five, six years. You know, as far as recruiting, development, uh, just don't have enough good offensive linemen. They haven't performed well for the past, you know, half dozen seasons. And that's the case again this year, although they did manage to get Tank going and run for 300 yards against Ole Miss, but I don't think Ole Miss is a very good run defense. I think Arkansas is better. Uh, we'll see. Um, the one change there has been Jeremiah Wright. He's a junior, a guy that's flip-flopped from offense to defensive line and back again. Uh, he's a pretty good player at left guard, uh, but that was just his first college start against Ole Miss, played really well, so – you know, he's a guy you can build around, but that, that's been the biggest issue, I think. Um, offensively, Auburn doesn't have a real true number one SEC receiver. Um, maybe not even number two. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, the quarterback position is one of the worst in the conferences, in my opinion. Um, you know, Tate Bigsby is Jarquez Hunter. They're, they're terrific running backs. Uh, they're strong there, but there's not a lot they can do when the offensive line doesn't perform. Uh, defensively, they have talent at every level. Um, they just don't work well together. 
Uh, they don't. Uh, they really struggle with run fits. Killed them against Ole Miss. Has killed them all season. And for some reason, this coaching staff does not play back cuts very much. So the the starters really got worn down uh, before the bye week. And you saw what Ole Miss did to, did to that defense over um, 500 yards of 450 yards rushing. Uh, so we'll see how they respond at the bye week. But uh, guys like Derek Hall, Colby Wooden, Marcus Harris are guys that could end up playing on Sundays. Um, but, you know, you don't see that, uh, you know, when you sit down and watch Auburn play right now. So uh, a lot of a lot of opposing head coaches have talked this season about how difficult it is to game plan for KJ Jefferson. Um, curious what's your thoughts on, on you know, Auburn's strategy uh, – are there and then uh rocket sanders as well you said auburn's run defense is not very good rocket sanders is uh one of the top rushers if not the top rusher in the sec i haven't checked the stats this week but um i mean those two playmakers what what can the tigers do about them uh pray maybe i die <laughs> you know it's gonna it's probably gonna be, be a big day for those guys i mean auburn is just not good i mean they've got some talent but um, their linebackers just continually get in the wrong gaps all the time. And you know that, you know, Coach Pittman and that offensive staff sees that and they're going to, you know, do some different things to get their eyes going in the wrong direction and get big plays. So if, if Arkansas is not getting big plays out of the running game, I'll be shocked. I just, I just will be. I mean, Auburn's going to have to score points to win this game. I do, do not see Auburn shutting down Arkansas's running game or KJ Jefferson. I just, I can't imagine them doing it. They haven't really done it all year. So kind of on the flip side of that, though, the Arkansas secondary has been abysmal. Um, you mentioned how Auburn doesn't really have an SEC receiver, um, but do you think that maybe the Tigers could take advantage of, even though Arkansas got healthier in the secondary over the bye week, maybe they could take advantage of that you know extreme weakness that Arkansas has? I do. I, I do. Um you know, Auburn's best offensive play right now is Robbie Ashford scrambling and then finding somebody open. And when you don't have a secondary that's performing well, sometimes that secondary, um, you know, gives up on plays or, or lets guys, you know, get open late, you know, and, and that's something that Auburn can take his, you know, advantage of. So, um, yeah, if Auburn's going to be uh, successful this game or win this game, uh, they're going to have to get some explosive plays in the passing game. And, you know, Robbie can't do that at times when he's holding on to the football. So I don't know if you pay attention to betting lines or percentages or anything like this, but I'm looking at the ESPN football power index right now. And I see that Auburn has a 56.3 chance per uh, to win this game. Um, can you chalk that up to anything other than the fact that it's in Auburn on the Plains this weekend? Nope. <laughs> That's it. And I, you know, I'm going to be interested to see what Jordan Hare looks like um, Saturday. You know, it's 11 a.m. game. You know, the coach is on the hot seat. Fans are not happy with the program at the moment, um, but Auburn does have a history of turning out and supporting the team no matter what, so we'll see. I wouldn't uh, assume that that stadium won't be full and loud Saturday, so uh, that does give Auburn advantage when it's like that and when the fans are engaged. And, you know, I, I guess you look back on the series, I think Auburn's won five or six in a row, uh, so they probably have some confidence there. Um, so so we'll see, you know. I, I do think if you look at the this game, uh, and you pull back a little bit and look at it from the Auburn Arkansas perspective. It's a real pivotal game. Um, you you look at the winner of this game had his chance to finish over 500, go to a bowl game, do all those things. You lose this game, you're gonna have to struggle just to get the 500. And you know there's a good chance, at least from Auburn's perspective, that you end up with a losing record um, because 
that would be loss number five. Alabama in the season is probably loss number six. That means Auburn's got to, you know, beat Mississippi State, Texas A&M, and Western Kentucky to even, you know, be 500 and go to a bowl game. <clears throat> so I, I saw that there was a report that Brian Harson is telling players that they're not going to get red shirts unless they quit or transfer. I can think of a coach that really messed up the red shirt situation at a specific program, and uh, that being Chad Morris at Arkansas. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on that, and I don't know if if you've confirmed if that's true or not, but that's I mean that that seems pretty stupid to me. Yeah, uh, it is happening. Um, you know, Landon King, a really talented tight end slash receiver from Texas, is the latest to leave the program. I mean, on the one hand, if if you're a coach, you know, and a guy doesn't want to play, I can understand why you don't want him on the team. And if Auburn was winning, and if Brian Harson was a coach that was, you know, uh, having success, I don't think anybody would question that. But that's not the situation right now, so I can understand why people question it. So, you know, on paper, I don't think it's necessarily, um, you know, something's wrong with that policy, you know, but I can certainly see where right now for Auburn, it's not the best thing for the football program at the moment. But, you know, we'll see. Um, Harson is really big on culture and having everybody pulling together. So I can certainly understand why this would not really align with, uh, you know, the way he wants to run his program. So it's it's his program for now. And, uh, you know, he can do it however, however way he wants to. Yeah. So with it being his program for now, I think we all understand that, you know, it, it might not be that much longer. Do you do you expect more Auburn players to hit the portal uh, throughout the rest oh, of yeah. the season? Oh, yeah, definitely. They're definitely going to be just more hitting the portal. And, um you know, Auburn's in a situation now where it looks like they want to hire a new AD, which still hasn't happened. We think it might be this week or, you know, maybe next week. But uh, then that AD has to come in and, and evaluate things and make a decision. So whereas other programs have made the move quickly and will be prepared as soon as the season ends, I'm sure, to make a move uh, to get the new coach. I don't know where Auburn's going to be in that um, situation, which I think is going to really hurt them. And I, I don't know that Arkansas fans care about this, but if you look at Auburn's roster right now for 2023, it's as bad as I've ever seen it in my 22 years covering the program. So this is a, you know, a football program that needs to be able to strike quickly in the transfer portal. I think it opens December 4th, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to do this. So uh, Auburn had a losing season last year. If they lose against Arkansas Saturday, it's probably going to be a losing season this year. And they're looking at the worst roster that I can remember uh, in 2023 next year. So. This is a tough time uh, right now to be Auburn. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, this is getting very ahead of myself here, but do you, the beat writers at, at Auburn, like, or do you do you have your eyes on on candidates past Harson at this point? Like, I know Matt Rule's name has been swirling since he got fired by the Panthers. Oh yeah, I mean we're we're definitely speaking to people, and you know you know how it is. It's uh, everybody talks, ads talk, coaches talk. Uh, you know. Let's not pretend that these things don't happen behind the scenes, off the record stuff. Sure. You know, and I think you freeze will certainly be a candidate. Um, you know, he's at Liberty now doing pretty good. Right. Um, trying to think uh, some other names, you know, um, Jeff Grimes at Baylor, of course, is going to be a candidate. Um, uh, I guess uh, uh, the old Miss coach, um, uh, I can't think of his name at the moment. Um, 
Uh, Lane Kiffin is definitely going to be a candidate, I would think. So we'll see how it goes, you know, with Auburn. Um, but uh, they still got some steps to go now to get to that point. Sounds yeah. like dark times on the plains. Yeah. <laughs> um, so from the from the Arkansas perspective, just talking to people this week, doing research, you know, diving into the numbers. To me, it just it seems like Arkansas is going to win this game pretty pretty handily. I, I feel like the Hogs should just completely dominate Auburn. That's and that's just me. Uh, it, it talking to you, it seems like you kind of feel that way. I mean, what does if Arkansas goes in there and just you know just out physicals them, dominates them, all that? Where where do the Tigers sit? I mean, what is it going to take? You know? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't understand why it hasn't been done yet. Um, I think the new president and you know they get a lot of new leadership people wants to be um, very careful in how he runs things and uh, step by step. So so we'll see. Uh, but if Arkansas does blow out Auburn at home. That might be the breaking point, right? That could very well be the breaking point. Uh, uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, and I don't know for sure that's going to happen. Um, I don't know how Auburn's going to react after the after the uh, uh, the off week. I know Arkansas had an off week too, so we'll see. You know, can their defense get healthier and and uh, you know not be so tired and maybe play uh, a little bit above the way they're playing? Can they find something in the running game or or have some big plays or you never know. I, so I wouldn't – I'm certainly picking Arkansas to win, but I, on the other hand, I would not be surprised if it's at least a competitive game, at least for a while. We'll see. Yeah, so I, I, I was going to follow that up with – so you're you're picking Arkansas to win. That was going to be one of my questions. But where does Auburn win this game? Like, where could Auburn win this game? Well, <clears throat> there are defensive guys that are pretty good, would have to step up and play their best game of the year, especially at linebacker, which has been a big, big problem. I don't expect that to happen, but, you know, this is football. We can't always predict, you know, how things are going to shake out. And then offensively, they'd have to establish a running game with Tank Bisbee, as they did against Ole Miss. Um, you know, I, and I know Arkansas is not a great run defense, but I think they're better than Ole Miss, but we'll see. Um, but that, those are the two main things that would have to happen, right? You know, um, if all, if Arkansas runs for 450 yards against Auburn, they ain't going to win that game. So uh, that's, that's, that's job number one for those guys. Uh, last one for me here. Uh, we are not going to the game, but we have listened all season uh, to the more seasoned Arkansas beat writers about how the press box at Jordan Hare is awful. Curious. Trash. Straight trash. Uh, yep. Curious uh, <laughs> for somebody who's been on the beat um, yep. there on the planes for 20 plus years. What are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I mean, nobody wants to hear beat writers complain about press boxes and stuff, but when I started, Auburn was great, you know, one of the best um, around the SEC as far as the way they um, hosted um, writers from other schools and from national, um, you know, and, uh, you know, you had great seats there, you know, in the, sort of the close to the 50. And, um, you know, now they've stuck us up in this thing in the end zone where you can't really see the field and they serve you a bag of cold food. <laughs> food. <laughs> And, you know, it's just not uh, – it's sealed up, so you can't get in the atmosphere, which I, I, I guess they don't understand that's really important for really good writers to write about, you know, to get a feel for what's going on in the field. You know, it's it's not just about somebody called touchdown or somebody, you know, uh, you know, caught a pass. It's about, uh, you know, a lot of things, and emotion and atmosphere is part of that. So uh, that's that's something you can't get sitting in the, in the, in the press box. You basically get a – a cold meal, a seat, and, and maybe some TVs above you that you can watch the game. 
So did uh, they just I'll bring, kick I'll bring you some out? big field glasses, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. Did did they just kick you out of like midfield in favor of sweets or something? Is that what happened? The, yeah, they they turned those into sweets and they built a like a whole recruiting lounge in the uh, south end zone. And on top of that recruiting lounge, they built the new press box. The thing that that really is bad about it is not necessarily. I mean, it's tough for us certainly, but they put the Auburn network there, right? So the radio guys have to sit there and try to figure out what's going on from that viewpoint, which is really tough. So, uh, yeah, I just, it's just total uh, disregard, you know, no forethought, forethought put in that at all. And uh, yeah, it's, it's Auburn is to me the worst place to cover a football game, the SEC now, and it, it didn't used to be that way. It's really sad that it's gotten to that. Man, that's unfortunate. You know, you hear it from people who, you know, travel there for a game a year, but to hear it from a beat writer is different. Um, this is probably because you said you think Arkansas is going to win. You know, that takes away the, the question of who's going to win the game. But what's the worst situation, Auburn or Texas A&M right now? I'm curious. Uh, well, Auburn only has to pay $15 million, So it's definitely Texas A&M. And plus, Jimbo is a – I mean, can I say a bad word on here? I mean, Absolutely. He is a total asshole, right? Yeah. He's a complete jerk. Does anybody in the SEC like Jimbo Fisher? I don't. I hate transcribing Besides, him. Uh, the random that. A&M fan? I mean, come on. So they're in the worst position. Yeah. Uh, but they have a lot more money, I think, than Auburn does. I, I'm guessing they do. I'm assuming they do. Yeah. So we'll see. That's a lot of money, 100, 100 million or so. Yeah. Get rid of your coach after just give him a big contract. That sounds like something Auburn would do. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Auburn hired Chad Morris after what he did at Arkansas. So, that I mean, that should tell you everything you need to know. That's on Gus. That's not Auburn. That's on Gus. Okay. There you go. Yeah. They're, they're good buddies from back in the day. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian Matthews of AuburnSports.com, we really appreciate your time, man. Hey, I appreciate you having me. All right.